Everybody, we are back. This is Dino with her podcast, and I got a great guest today. Um, this is a podcast that I've been listening to for quite some time. It's a must listen for me every week. We've got Johnny Ganache from Pina Comics. How you doing, buddy? You know what's going on, man? How are you doing? Ah, doing well. Doing well. You know, making. Making our way in this crazy time, yep. you know, trying to figure it all out and try to figure out what the heck the new normal is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, a, there's going to be a new gauge for what the new normal is after this is yeah. all over for sure. So now I've got a question for you right off the bat. All right. And my question is, cause I know, you know, I was able to stay home and work and you were out cause you work essential retail right now because i know you go out with the mask and the ppe and all that oh yeah so is your mask personality uh darth vader bane immortal joe uh, or a member of cobra yeah that's a good question i'm almost gonna go with probably like a cobra soldier you know okay cobra soldier um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm retail, I'm dressed like everybody else I work with. We're all wearing masks. It's kind of, yeah, we're kind of like the, uh, you know, the black mask or the red mask, whichever <laughs> one, you know, you pick, but yeah, I'm going to go with Cobra. I like that one. No, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, <clears throat> I've been out a couple of times and yeah, that's what I normally feel like, you know, I'd love to get a full face shield like Cobra Commander. Yeah, but, yeah, in yeah. a chrome, nice chrome mirrored. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Now, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for probably going on two years, okay, or so. Um, I know I listen. You know, when you guys are doing the straight up podcast, and then also when you and John have the radio show. Yeah. So yeah, we're a podcast and a radio show. Uh, each one nice. comes out weekly at this point. Um, the radio show has been kind of obviously because of Corona, um, we're not allowed to go into the studio. So the last couple weeks for the radio show, which is normally on Sunday nights, um, it's been mostly reruns. Uh, but yesterday, John and I recorded uh, a radio show together along with um, our buddy Mitch Halleck, who runs... Uh, Trificon up here and uh, um, King of the Nerds, they call them. We recorded an episode, so that will play this Sunday night on the radio. So it's going to be weird. It's not going to be live, and it's not going to be a rerun. It's almost like we recorded a podcast episode, but fit it into the one-hour time slot. And we didn't swear at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what came first, the radio show or the podcast for Pinecom? So quick like uh history lesson for us is that John and I, so there was a guy named Vinny that John and I were both mutual friends with. And years ago he put out a, like a Facebook post and said, 
I'm looking to start a podcast. Is anybody interested in talking about wrestling, comic books, uh, pop culture, politics, beer? He just named off everything he wanted to talk about, period. So I answered him and said, you know, hey, look, I would love to try that. I had been writing for a pop culture website, um, and I had been on their podcast a couple times. I liked it. So I went. We started doing episodes, me and Vinny. The show was called From the Hip, and it was all pop culture stuff. And Vinny was talking about getting somebody else on, and we both knew John, and I was still in touch with John more than Vinny was. And I said, let's get Johnson. Let's get John Johnson. And uh, we got John, and the three of us did, I think, close to 75 episodes total. So I think like there was probably like six or seven without John, and then the rest were me, Vinny, and John. Vinny eventually moved to Florida, and much like a long distance relationship, we knew it wasn't gonna work out anymore in terms of in terms of um, podcasting. But me and John love podcasting, so I said to him, I said, "Why don't we just do our own thing?" So Pine and Comics was born there. We started podcasting. As a matter of fact, it's timely. April twenty third, twenty seventeen was the first episode came out on the on the podcast uh, waves there. Next week's episode is our three-year anniversary. This week, actually, is our three-year anniversary episode. And right around the same time that we were starting the podcast, John and I have a mutual friend who's a DJ, longtime DJ and alumni at Wesleyan University in Connecticut. And we went to a fundraising party for the – it's a nonprofit. We went to the fundraising uh, party. And it so happens that the general manager of the station is a kid I went to high school with, or a man I went to high school with at this point. <laughs> and <clears throat> he knew John and I did the podcast, and he just said, would you guys like to do this, you know, uh, on the radio as well? A um, little bit different format. It's more interview-based. We, we get some uh, decent guests on there. The podcast is more of a review, fun, talk type thing. So technically, to answer your question very long-windedly, the podcast came out in April of 2017, and we started the radio show in June of 2017. The podcast is on episode 131 this week because we skipped some weeks and played radio reruns. The radio show coming out this week will be 141. So we've technically done, combined them together, about almost 280 episodes at this point. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, okay. Yeah, and I mean, Pina Comics, great name. John, I love the name. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys talk about so much more than comics. Yeah. The name is a little misleading at points, but we we just ran with it. (laughs) Mm hmm. Now, was that something that became a natural, uh, evolution for you like did you evolve from being mainly comics to everything or <clears throat> did you just start off the gate going we're kind of comics we love comics you know we hang out in a comic shop but we're gonna not pigeonhole ourselves yeah. and just do everything first episode so we, we had a hard time figuring out a name mm-hmm. and it was taking longer than we wanted and mm-hmm. john had years ago He's a writer as well. He had years ago had a idea for an imprint. He had a business card many years ago. He gave me Pint O Comics, 
And I always remembered it. I always remembered <laughs> the logo, which isn't the same logo we use, but it was a pint glass with Pine of Comics inside of it. And we couldn't think of a name. <clears throat> and I just said to him, let's just use Pine of Comics. And we both knew we weren't only going to talk about comics. So if I'm sure our first or second episode, we're very clear about that. We're called Pine of Comics. We're going to talk comics. Comics is a huge thing for us. But this is not going to be a comics-only podcast. This is a pop culture podcast. We don't talk politics. We don't talk sports. We we love sports. We we can talk politics, but that's not what the show's about. The show is uh, the the tagline we've always used is exploring greater geekdom, and that's what it is. It's it's just all that stuff. Right. Cool. 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 Yeah. And um, yeah, because I became aware of you because I think you came. You would hit me up. On Twitter, I think it might have been Facebook. Maybe um, I know. I know. Back I... when I, yeah, when I did uh, the um, a what? Yeah, podcast with my buddy Andrew, and we talked about Jaws. Yeah, I'm a huge and, Jaws fan. Yeah, and you were one of the first people. Uh, you know, I said, "Holy shit!" Someone actually listens to us. Oh, you yeah. know, someone actually listened to us and. You know, kind of like what we did. So, you know, that was really cool. And then we followed that up with the Friday the 13th episode. And then, unfortunately, you know, things kind of went off to the side. But I have a feeling a phoenix will rise from the ashes. There you go. Yep. Um, So I want to thank you for that, too, because you actually kind of encouraged me. Because we just kind of threw stuff out there and said, well, maybe someone will listen. And if they do, maybe we'll put out another one. And I was like, wow, okay, someone actually yeah, no, <laughs> enjoyed this. I, 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 <laughs> I appreciate all your kind words, and you've always been super supportive of the pint. And, uh, and yeah, I think I reached out to you because I really enjoyed the Jaws episode. You guys, I think you did, was it two episodes covering the, the four movies, or was it one episode? We did... We did two episodes covering the four movies, but we haven't released the second half of that yet. Oh, okay. We recorded it like the week after Burt Reynolds died. Oh, wow. In fact, I actually had to go in and re-edit the episode because we took a long time talking about Burt Reynolds and then how he did the movie Shark. And that was going to be our natural segue right. into Jaws. But by the time... It was ready to be put out. That was old news. Right. So that that episode is pretty truncated. And that's only one and two right now. I'm still waiting to edit <laughs> and release uh, Jaws 3 and Jaws of Revenge. I can't wait to hear them at some point. Which, and, and the yeah. Friday the 13th episodes, which I'm, I'm more of a casual fan. I do enjoy those. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that's a sign to me of a good show is when... You can get me on something that maybe I only marginally care about, but mm-hmm. I, I remember those episodes as being very informative and very entertaining, which is what I'm yeah. looking for in a podcast. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, and actually, I spoke with Andrew this week, and we are going to conclude the franchise on that one, too. Cool. So, yeah, and that'll be put out as a special bonus because I've... 
I kind of take on a different personality when I talk to Andrew than I do when I'm in the house with my wife right. and my kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so. I get that. I get that. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're actually, I think we're only about a year apart from each other in age. Uh, I was born in 75. Okay. Yeah. I'm a year older. Okay. I was 74. So, and you were raised in Connecticut? Yes. Okay, and I'm from New York, so we have the Tri-State area. Tri-State area, that's there. right. And so you're, and you kind of grew up in, I mean, at that point it really wasn't considered a geek culture, really. Yeah, you know, geek became chic. Yeah, you know, it was, but it wasn't, recently, you know, it, it was what everybody, you know, every kid did. You watch cartoons, mm-hmm. you, you came home from school and watched cartoons, you... You read comic books. You went to the movies with your friends. Um, and, yeah, it wasn't, like, chic geek culture like it is now, um, which a lot of it is BS and processed, you know, people, right. you know, who would never pay attention to this stuff saying it's cool. But, um, yeah, I grew up in all that stuff. I, I always – I think I had a bio one time. It might even be on the Pine Comics website where I, I basically said that I was raised by, like, Han Solo and Roadblock, you know, that was that was my life as a kid. It was was movies mm-hmm. and TV, yeah. and you know I got out and I played with my friends and we did active stuff too. But I, I grew up with a deep love for pop culture and and yeah. pop culture trivia and pop culture minutia and and all that stuff. Toys and you know there's not a there's not a lot of areas of pop culture. I don't consider myself an expert in anything, but I'm a, like a jack of all trades. Right, and and that's the thing I think is kind of odd I don't know if it's odd but it's it's funny how and I might be stereotyping and I'm fine doing that if I'm wrong I'm wrong if not I'm still right <laughs> um our generation when we pop culture for us was not just something that was 80s late 70s or 80s like, we even went back into 60, you know, like TV shows and yeah. stuff like that. Because, you know, we had three channels, right. four channels. And, damn it, you know, I Dream a Genie was a 60s show, but that's what we had. So that's what we watched. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, even though it was 20-something years earlier, that, that was our current culture yep per se yeah you know what i love lucy yeah. i love lucy yeah. is from the 50s you know exactly and i watched that religiously as a kid mm-hmm. because that's what i had if i wanted to right. watch something as a kid and i had three channels and one of them might have been pix 11 out of new york or something yeah i would watch lucy reruns and welcome back cotter reruns and the saturday afternoon godzilla movie or whatever it may be um, because that was the stuff that was available <clears throat> at the time, you know, to, to us, we didn't grow up in a time where everything's streaming and everything is uh, on video and, and all that it didn't exist. Right. And that's the thing with kids today. And I'm not, you know, trying to get all, you know, angry, you know, you know, okay, boomer on this, you know, <laughs> but you know, the kids today, They've got everything at the palm of their hand. Mm-hmm. There's cartoons running 24-7. Right. Um, 
And I think that there's such an oversaturation of content from everything. And that's why, for us, Saturday mornings was such a special time. Because you didn't have, you know, you had your Flintstones, which were, week, you know, daily syndicated or the Jetsons or whatever. But a lot of your quality cartoons, they were shown once a week. Right. On a Saturday, you know. So you would, even though you were up, you know, every day during the week for school, you didn't mind getting up even extra early to catch the cartoon, you know, the full block of cartoons. Oh, it was the original mm-hmm. definition in my life for appointment television. Like, yeah. I That was my Saturday morning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, being a kid, you have the luxury if your parents are, you know, good parents of them letting you do that for what would eventually turn out to be like six hours, you know, up at like (laughs) 630 in the morning and maybe watching some stuff beforehand. Shows start at eight. Cartoons go straight (laughs) through to about noon. Then you might get like, you know, like a a, a kid's movie of the week or something at noon or WWF or something like that depending on where your age range was and kids mm-hmm. nowadays they have it differently there is no such thing as the saturday morning experience anymore but mm-hmm. and and i i feel bad for kids for that i'd rather have that but what we didn't have even more so than like now in the digital age like you said with the palm of your hand is we didn't have like nick tunes and stuff like right. like my buddy's kids i remember like you know 15 years ago when they were toddlers going over on a Saturday night, Saturday night, not morning. And it's just a block of cartoons over and over and over. Uh, Mm -hmm. SpongeBob, the fairly odd parents. That was their thing. Our thing was Saturday morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, when we got into, like, our college age, you know, you had your, you know, Ren and Stimpy on, on Nickelodeon and stuff like that. But by that time... You were probably half baked, you know, and don't remember <laughs> yeah. a lot of what was going on yeah, with that no. anyway, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> if Ren and Stimpy was on Saturday mornings when I was a kid, that might have really changed things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole Saturday morning experience, like you said, getting up, <clears throat> excuse me, getting a bowl of your, you know, favorite sugar cereal, you know. Whether it be Captain Crunch, you know, that would, you know, rip the to- you know, top of your mouth yeah. to shreds or, or Fruity Pebbles or, or whatever. You got to eat know. Fruity Pebbles fast. Yeah. Fruity oh, Pebbles yeah, turn into a, they turn into a, it looks like a rainbow colored animal poop if you don't get to them <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what was your go to Saturday morning cartoon? All right, so uh, time period, I'm going to mix them in together because, you know, oh, yeah. one of the things I loved about Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid and also being a comic book reader was, like, opening up a comic book around, say, August and there would be the ads that would say, you know, this this fall on NBC in the morning and it would give you the mm-hmm. listings, you know, and you'd always yeah. go, wow, there's this new show, you know. Um I would say if I had to pick out some favorites from my childhood, um, Scooby-Doo 
you know, any version of Scooby-Doo they did. The, you know, even the much maligned Scrappy-Doo I liked. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Super Friends w- was big for me, being a superhero fan. Uh, Spider-Man and his <coughs> amazing friends with Iceman and Firestar. And- yeah, where they I never you know you don't think about when you're a kid, but Spider Man is this kid, not rich at all. He lives with his Aunt May, and in that cartoon they had that apartment that you press a button or whatever, and and the computer screens would drop down, and suddenly mm-hmm. Spider Man's a millionaire. But I love that, <laughs> and you know there's a couple too. Uh, I was a huge Smurfs guy. I loved mm-hmm. the Smurfs, and when I was a kid, my parents used to buy me the Smurf figurines all the time. Um, God, there was so many, there were so many that, and there were so many that like, <clears throat> I remember that didn't last that I loved. There was a uh, Pac-Man. Do you remember Pac-Man? Oh yeah. Yeah. Pac-Man One, two years, good. maybe. Um, yep. uh, Rubik, the magic cube. You, you remember <laughs> yeah. that? It was, it was yeah. Rubik he cube. had the little face on <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. Cubert, <laughs> yeah. I think had one. Um, yeah. yeah Cubert was part of the, uh, what was it? Uh, Saturday Starcade. Something I think it was yeah. it was Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, uh, Pitfall. I think yeah, was even it, Pitfall. Harry had his own cartoon. It, 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 well, every year, just like regular TV, every year it would be here's your block of let's say seven or eight shows that are going to be on between eight and noon or whatever, and mm-hmm. every year one or two or three would last, and then there'd be yeah. five more new ones. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I, re- I don't know if you remember, Dino, but I remember, I think it was on ABC, Menudo had a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Yep. Yeah. And, and ABC was cool. They had, you know, <clears throat> even in between the cartoons. Yeah. You had like Schoolhouse Rock, you know, and then you had uh, uh, Time for Timer. The little yellow dude, oh, yeah. for a little hunk of cheese guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, even those little things. Yeah, those are cool. <clears throat> yeah, schoolhouse. <clears throat> excuse me, schoolhouse rock was was great, informative. Um, I think I spent a lot of time flipping the channels because I think I had my mm-hmm. favorites on each one. Yeah. Um, CBS. I I remember kind of being. The only one they really had that I, I might have watched was like Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah. I, I NBC and ABC were like right back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what's hard now is, you know, I've got three kids. My oldest is 12. My youngest is seven. <coughs> so when I heard, oh, Muppet Babies are on, you know, Disney or Disney Plus or whatever. So I'm like, oh, you got to check this out. And it's not the Muppet Babies we grew up with. You know, it's the newer... Oh, like a brand CGI. new version? Yeah, CGI. And um, it's just not good. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of it, it is. It doesn't have that, you know. So, but it's funny because... <clears throat> I think it was on, like, Discovery Family or whichever. Had a lot of the shows that we grew up with, but just newer renditions you know like they had uh like a newer transformers okay and then they had like a newer like care bears and then they had a newer uh like strawberry shortcake 
That's a, that's yeah, a big thing now. All the revival. My Little stuff. Pony. Everything that was oh, especially everything that Hasbro had a hand in. Oh yeah, yeah. Has been you know re up now. Well, think about how many things. Not even so much Saturday morning, but like how many toy lines from when we were kids started as toy lines, <laughs> and then they made a cartoon based on it. He Man. He Man yeah. started as a toy line. And then they said, okay, we got to figure out a plot for this because we have to have something to go along with it. That's, right. you know, that's crazy, but that's how yeah. it worked back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They said Voltron, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was fun. What were some of your were, favorites? I I was bigging them up at Babies. Um Godzilla. Yeah. Even though that lasted, I think it was one season. But. Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I mean, even. Seeing it's funny because a lot of my memories, I don't know if they're a lot of mine or I had two older brothers. Right. So I might have remembered things earlier because they were watching it. You know, I get rather, that. like yep. I might not have found these things if it was just me. Like I remember the Planet of the Apes cartoon. Yep, that they had, and they like drove jeeps and stuff. <laughs> yeah, in that one. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely some some weird adaptations. There was definitely some yep. odd cartoons out there, and a lot of them were based on properties. Yep, I mean the the animated uh, Star Trek show was really good. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Is that so? Obviously, everybody's quarantined right now, and I'm working, but I'm working coming home, so I'm like on half quarantine. Yesterday, I was home all day, and uh, I was putting something away on one of my DVD shelves, and I saw a case, and I'm like, "What is that?" I pulled it out, and about eight or nine years ago, I bought the Star Trek animated series and I had oh. never seen it. I bought the set for it and I started watching it last night. I watched three or four episodes and um, mm-hmm. I know John, because he's a big Star Trek fan has mentioned, <clears throat> I think overall that he thinks that there's some good quality episodes. I've watched four and two of them were eh, and two of them were really good. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the, the all the original <laughs> voice cast for the most part. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Yeah, and that was, uh, I think that was Filmation. That Filmation, that. yes. Yeah. 1973. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going on, it's not a cartoon, but it's definitely a Saturday morning fair. Um, Land of the Lost. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, there were episodes that were written and directed by Walter Koenig. Oh, really? In there. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And um, I had bought season one at like Goodwill on DVD for like $2. Right. And there was some like pretty heady stuff in there. Oh yeah. I love that show. It was kind of downright terrifying for a little kid. The Slee Sacks scared Mm -hmm. the hell out of me as a kid. Like I remember retreating in terror the noises they made and just the look Mm -hmm. of those things. They were were incredibly (laughs) scary. Yep. But yeah, then you had, um, I think it was, I think it was ABC, it was, uh, Hanna Barbera, uh, the like the Laugh Olympics. Yes, yeah. 
Yep. Huckleberry the, uh, Hound and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. They had the three teams, the uh, scooby Doobies, the Yogi Yahooies, and the Really Rottens. They had, I, like, I remember the Lee and Muttley. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember much about that show. I remember it for the title, and I remember a girl in my first grade class, one of these weird memories that everybody has little bits and pieces of, had mm-hmm. a lunchbox of the Laugh Olympics, <laughs> and I'll never forget that. Yeah, because they had that one. And then they had Wacky Races. Wacky Races, Which was yeah. kind of the same concept. The Hanna-Barbera, you know, all the Hanna-Barbera co- characters, but they were, you know, in a race. In a race, yeah. Yeah. They and, just, you know, they had, like, Penelope Pit Stop and yep. stuff like that in there. DC Comics just last year did, I didn't read it, but they did a Wacky Racer series. DC Comics in the last three or four years has done a lot of Hanna-Barbera series. So they had a Scooby-Doo series. I think Scooby-Doo Mysteries, it was called. Uh, Johnny Quest series. And uh, they did a um, they did a, a Wacky Racers one, too. Yeah, I had read one. Of, I read the first one of the Scooby-Doo. And I thought that was kind of cool, the way that they were. Yeah, people you know, really liked it. It went a long it. time. Yeah, uh, so I, w- I want to pick up, you know, the rest of it and, and get that. Uh, the one I didn't get, ironically, was the Flintstones. I, I didn't get that one. And yeah. I probably should, just because. It's supposed to be great. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, so... Yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. I want to get that one. But yeah, um, well, Flintstones, you know... They were, uh, you know, a syndicated show. Actually, it was one of the first syndicated TV series, I think, in America. Yeah, it was a it was, it was a, a nighttime cartoon. Yeah, right? yeah, it was a nighttime. Yeah. yeah, but you know, so it wasn't Saturday morning. But they did have the spinoffs, like uh, Fred and Barney Meet the Schmoo, where it was like Fred and Barney they were cops, right? Bedrock, and her partner was the Schmoo. I don't, I don't remember, you know, I don't remember that one. I think I remember, wasn't there a Pe- Pebbles and Bam Bam spinoff? Yeah, there yeah, was that a Pebble and Bam Bam when they were teenagers. And I think Sally Struthers was the voice of uh, Pebbles. Oh, really? I'm not mistaken, <laughs> yeah. And then there were uh, the Flintstone kids when they were all little kids running around. And Dino was a little puppy. Yeah, I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, are you a Jesse guy or a Flintstones guy? There's only I one answer. A, I am a Flintstones guy. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. a Flintstones guy, I, too. I do like the Jensen's, but I'm a Flintstones guy. Right. So, yeah, you could like yeah. both, but there's only one answer to that question. Yeah. You got to yeah. be on one side of the fence or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a Dino tattoo on my left arm. So. Well, but that's got other kind of things. But that's my <laughs> But yeah, it was funny. Uh, when the movie first came out. Uh, I went to the uh, movie theater and I had, you know, I didn't have, I had a sleeveless t-shirt on. I had a Dino ball cap, you know, so I go up online and the girl looks at me and she goes, oh, I guess I know what movie you're coming to see. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, give me two for the Flintstones. And, And she goes, oh, did you get that tattoo because of the movie? And I just kind of looked at her like, I, I. I don't have that level of commitment. No. 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 
Not at all. <laughs> Not to mention for a movie you haven't seen yet either. <laughs> exactly. It was opening day. Yeah. But yeah, no. And as we all know, it didn't work out very well. So unless you liked it, I, I could be wrong. But... Uh, no. I can appreciate it for what it wanted to be. But yeah, no. It wasn't great. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Yeah, and then, I mean. They always end up with the after school specials at that yeah. point. Oh yeah. You know? and, or yeah, the yeah. And that was like at that point it was time to go and get your bike and go, go right play. out and yeah. come home until you know, come home when the street lights go on. You would basically yeah. know when the cartoons were running down, as I got older, even going into high school watching Saturday morning television, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't cartoons when I was older. So you would watch the cartoons, and then around noon, the after-school special and or the movie of the week would come on. When I got a little bit older, it would be like wrestling would come on, WWF yeah. Superstars. And then yeah. and then when I got a few years older than that, it was American Gladiators. <laughs> yeah. Remember, that was always on Saturdays. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, WW, uh, WWF Superstars, it was great because it was wrestling that wasn't, you know, pay-per-view. Right. But it was, you know, Hulk Hogan versus, like, Barry O. Right. Iron Man Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, there's no wonder here it was going to win. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the, the, the great jobbers of WWF in the 80s, Leaping Lenny Poffield. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I, I admit, when I moved... From New York to Florida, um, I had met him. My my girlfriend at the time was working at a place that he worked at. It was like a call center in Clearwater. Really? Yeah. And yeah, that it was interesting. The brother of Macho Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. crazy. It's crazy that <laughs> one of them was like, you know, God tier, and the other one was Leaping Lanny Poffo. Yep. Later, the genius. The genius, yes. <laughs> the genius. <laughs> he did the Pop. he did the poems before the matches. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, like I said, Gladiator, Dungeons and Dragons was a good show. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, that one. That one I liked, and they they ended that one really abruptly, didn't they? You know, I'm not going to speak to it on I, that. I think it went two seasons. And I won't speak to it because John's not here, but John knows the whole story because John's a huge Gary Gygax, Dungeons and Dragons guy. And I remember right. one time, not on the show, but just talking about it, he told me what happened with that because the Gygaxes actually were involved in production of that. And mm-hmm. I think at the second season, something happened and the show ended up getting canceled. Oh, I love okay. that show. I, I loved it. It had the kid with the uh, with the shield and the kid with the bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the little kid who had the uh, the battle axe, or it was a club or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the little barbarian kid. Yeah, they went on yeah. a what was it? A roller coaster. Mm-hmm. They went on a yep. roller coaster here and ended up in whatever the name of the land in Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons is. Yep. Yep. And then they had uh, stuff like like Kids Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Atlantis uh, Morissette. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, she was on. You can't do that on television. Right. 
Kids Incorporated was Fergie, I think. With Fergie, Fergie. and Martika. Martika, Toy Soldiers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Linus Morissette was on You Can't Do That on Television with the, uh, what was it you couldn't say? You get slimed? I don't know. I don't know, right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a big one, too. It wasn't Saturday morning, but that was a, you know. No, it was it was a a daily Nickelodeon. Yeah, I loved that know, show that, when I was a kid. It was that, that show was like a introduction. You know, I mean, I'm sure you did and I did too. Grew up on classic Saturday Night Live. Oh but yeah, but you can't do that in television. Was kind of like an introduction for a lot of kids to sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, uh, Mr. Wizard's World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He always seemed irritated with the kids. <laughs> he really did. The older he got, the more irritated he seemed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what else was there? Well, I mean, in the vein of, in the vein of Mister Wizard, when I was a little bit older, probably in high school, still maybe occasionally watching Saturday morning stuff like Saved by the Bell. There was yeah. that other show. What was that called? Beekman. Beekman's, Beekman's World. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like Mr. Wizard, and then, then shortly after him, they had Bill Nye kind of yep. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, so, uh, Mr. T had his own. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to get into that about people or things that ended up having their own shows for <laughs> brief periods of time. Mr. T, uh, the the droids and the Ewoks oh. from Star Wars. Yes, had had a uh, kind of short-lived uh, shows. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said before, they would give, you know, they would give anything that was hot. I mean, they gave, like I said, they gave Rubik the Cube a show. Yeah. You know, yeah, like Punky Brewster had Punky her own Brewster. cartoon. Yep, 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 and that's yep. coming back. I just saw a trailer. Oh yeah, as her as an adult. Yeah, <laughs> and Saved mm-hmm. by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, like with Slater as the teacher. Yeah. 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 Because that, you know, yeah, because they did that with Girl Meets World. Right. They, right, right. they did, you know, Topanga and Corey had their daughter, and the show was through her eyes. People um, love Girl people, Meets World. People love uh, nostalgic stuff, you know? Yeah. They're not count when, when Girl, when Saved by the Bell or Punky Brewster comes out, they're not counting on kids to watch that stuff again. No. They're counting on people your age and my age to go, I love Saved by the Bell. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not of that, you know, I, I like Saved by the Bell, but I'm not the guy who's going to, you know, go pay for Peacock or whatever they call it to see it. <laughs> but no. there will be people that will. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's the type of thing that, you know, makes me feel old is that type of thing. And I'm not complaining about it because right. if it was free, I would probably tune in. Yeah. Just like I tuned in the Girl Meets World to see how Topanga and Corey, you know, grew up or whatever. Um, but, I mean, they were doing this years ago, even with like when Degrassi, the next generation or whatever came right. out, and the people that were our age, you know, when Degrassi Junior High was out. Of the parents of the kids in the school, you know, then. Yeah. And I'm like, and that was 20 years ago. 
That's a show that's like wildly popular that I've never watched, but I, but it's mm-hmm. also been on continuously for like 25, 30 years. Yeah. They just keep bringing kids in and, you know, moving them out. <clears throat> yeah. I had to, I had to watch it as like part of a class in middle school when, when it first came out. Really? Yeah. It was like a, like a homeroom class or whatever. So the teacher would put on Degrassi junior high. Because as far as I remember, it wasn't like readily, it was Canadian. So it wasn't like we got it down here easily. It was on PBS. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, so that made me feel older. And then, like, I just recently started getting back into wrestling now. Okay. After... 20 something years of kind of not being, you know, just because life happened and I wasn't following, you know, up with it, you know, once I got married and all that, you know, but since WWE gave the one month free, you know, WWE network, right? I was like, okay, let me, so, and it was right in time for WrestleMania. So I'm looking at that and I'm looking at Undertaker going, okay, well, you know, he was, you know, good 10 years older than us anyway when he was wrestling so but you see someone like edge who is right in our age looking you know i mean he he's in far better shape than i am but <laughs> it's like yeah dude he he's looking old when he used, be, he used to be edge you know right yeah i uh i met so i stopped watching wrestling about 30 years ago so mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior that was my generation of time of wrestling so a lot of these guys I know the names I don't know the people but about 7 or 8 years ago I was at a comic book convention with Lou from our show and uh, we, <laughs> I think he was over at a table looking at something and I was kind of standing at the end of an aisle just like you know patiently just kind of chilling and waiting and there's a bathroom kind of across from me, you know, 20 feet away and just standing there. And I see this guy come out of the bathroom and he is the biggest guy I've ever seen in person. Maybe like he's a a humongous man. And I immediately recognize that he has to be a wrestler. He has to be there for signing autographs and he's coming out. He's coming out of the head. He starts walking towards me. He's, he's got long hair and, uh, just a big dude. I don't know how tall he was. And as he's walking past me to get back to his table to sign autographs, he's looking at me, like look, looks me in the eye and I'm trying to be friendly. So I look him in the eye and I nod at him and he looks at me and he nods back at me and he puts his hand out to shake my hand. And I, I just, I put my hand out and I'm not even kidding. I know this guy's a wrestler, but I don't know his name or anything. And I'm assuming he's thinking because I'm looking at him. I'm a fan and I'm like awestruck. I'm more awestruck at this like humanity. <laughs> he comes over and he puts his hand out and he, I put my hand out and he grabs my hand and I've got big hands and his hands come up to my <laughs> elbows almost. He shakes my hand and I look at him and I said, uh, I said, man, I said, I couldn't take you, dude. And he leans into me and he gets like kind of in my ear and he goes, you could beat me easy. He goes, I'm old and my knees are beat to shit. 
And then he <laughs> said, he said to me, he said, enjoy the rest of your show. Shook my hand and walked away. And um, that was Diesel? Uh-huh. Diesel, right? Yeah. What's yeah. his real name? Uh, oh, crap. Kevin, um, is that Kevin? Kevin Nash. Yeah, yeah. That's that's who yes, it was. Yes. Uh, wow. Super friendly, giant, giant guy. Hmm. And the only time I've ever seen another person in person that was so physically imposing was last year at New York Comic Con. Same situation. I was waiting for Lou to come. Me and Lou again. We're at New York Comic Con. I'm waiting for him to come out of the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. And I'm standing outside of the bathroom, and over to the left, there's a group of people talking to this guy who is just gigantic. He's wearing like um like a shirt and a tie and like kind of like slacks. And he is just looks like a he looks like a V upside down. Like he's just this giant mm-hmm. block of a man. And he's talking to them and he walks away. And Lou comes out, and I said to him, I said you just missed what must have been like a superstar WWF guy, WWE, whatever it's called. And he said, uh, who was it? And I described him to it. And he, he told me later on, I can't, you know, this is a bad story. Cause I can't remember who it was, but whoever he is, he's the mayor of a town now or a governor. And I can't remember what the hell the guy's name was. I'm going to have to look it up, but like, you've ever seen any of these dudes in real life near you. Mm hmm. It's it's imposing how big they are. Uh, a couple of years ago, we have a Comic-Con up here in Greenville, South Carolina. SC Comic-Con. And um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there. Oh, okay. Oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the nicest guy you'll ever meet. You know, I didn't... You know, he was signing boards and, you know, taking, you know, money for autographs and all that stuff. But I came over to him. I said, sir, I said, I'm sorry. I don't have any money right now. So I just wanted to shake your hand and tell you thank you for the memories that you've given me. And he goes, all right. He goes, well, I appreciate that. He shook my hand. He goes, I'm going to be leaving the table in a little bit and I'll be over in that corner over there. So if you come over and happen to take a picture with me, I'm, you know, whatever. That's cool. I'm like, dude, you are awesome. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, yeah. I, I saw him at a con maybe two years ago up in New Hampshire, but I didn't talk to him. I'm always mm-hmm. afraid to talk to those guys because I, like the situation you said, I was a huge fan when I was a kid. And even though I'm not into wrestling anymore, I still appreciate the hell out of those guys. Mm-hmm. And they did such a service for me as a kid, you know, it was entertainment. Right. It, 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 you know, I love that stuff, but I'm afraid to talk to them because of that, because I'm afraid it's going to become a, well, you know, for 40 bucks, you can take a picture with me. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be that, you know, I, and right. I also understand that's what they're there for. So I kind of just tend to stay away. The, mm-hmm. the guy that I was talking about is Glenn Jacobs. He's the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, and he used to be uh cane. Oh, yeah, okay. This guy, this guy, like, if I saw this guy coming at me angry, I couldn't move fast enough. I couldn't move fast enough. He was so big. Yeah, he was supposed to be at SC Comic-Con this year. Um, It was supposed to be at the end of March, but it got got canceled, and it really stunk because I was 
developing a relationship with the uh, convention runners. So they were going to be shooting me over some promos to play and, you know, well, giving us he, access. And then, you know, the Rona happened. So keep, in, like, keep ah, in contact oh, with them. Keep in contact oh, yeah. with them. All everything, you know, 2020 <laughs> very well may be shot for stuff like that, which mm-hmm. sucks because, you know, on Pine of Comics, we, we do a lot of stuff out and we love that stuff. Yeah. Obviously, safety and health and everybody getting better and nobody you know, further dying is way more important. But 2021, hopefully, will be a, a new year to start over again with all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's what we got to do is just keep, keep trucking along and keep trying to provide, you know, fun and entertainment and, and, you know, even a little bit of escapism or, you know, just to kind of, you know, give you a breather it. from life, man. Yep. You know? <laughs> I need it every day. I need it every day. I read Absolutely. comics. I watch TV. I need to unplug my brain from whatever's going on in the world, you know? Yeah. So what what are you watching right now? <sighs> Television. What am I watching right now? So uh, me and my wife are... We're a se- it's season five right now. We're watching season four. We fell behind a little bit of Better Call Saul. Okay. Uh, which I was a huge Breaking Bad fan, and we were caught up to Better Call Saul, and then stuff just fell behind. I, I think – are you a fan of Bre- Breaking yeah. Bad? Or, okay, you watching Better Call yeah. Saul? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I'm on season four. We're almost done with that. I know it's in season five now. Truly, in my opinion, the best – possible spinoff of a show ever for me like it is so well done and i remember when they announced it i thought don't do this don't ruin breaking bad with a with a mm-hmm. subpar show even though i knew odin kirk could pull it off and all those right. guys are great i thought don't do this i don't need to know i need to know like i need to know how this guy ends up from point a to point b yeah. um excuse me so enjoying that um trying to think of anything else i'm currently uh i'm on episode four of picard star trek um it's i haven't gotten into it yet yeah it's it i was never a huge next generation fan but i'm enough of a star trek fan to give it a shot Mm -hmm. it's four episodes in it's okay i i I call it my sleepy time show because (laughs) it honestly it you know it's a show about like picard is supposed to be like 92 i think is the is the age he's at and it's essentially a show about a 92 year old guy and i every time i throw an episode on i cannot finish it i fall asleep and then watch the second half of it the next day because it just i don't know it's it's not it's not super uh it's not pulling me in totally but um but i'm watching that and uh let me see i'm trying to think of anything else that i'm watching right now uh i i bought right around two weeks ago um, I picked up the Kids in the Hall complete series, uh, which yeah. uh, I was always a fan, and mm-hmm. I just never never picked it up. And um, I was on Amazon one day, and it was like $33 for all five seasons, plus they did a miniseries like 10 years ago that I never saw called Death Comes to Town. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and I never watched that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to throw this in. So I picked that up. I've been watching that. Uh, I just finished the first half of season one. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it right now. Other than 
just fl- I watch a lot of YouTube. We don't have cable, so mm-hmm. I watch a lot of YouTube channels. My wife makes fun of me because I'll I watch weird stuff. Like I found this channel recently that's this guy who does all 18th century cooking and mm-hmm. I'm just fascinated by it because he does it all <laughs> as if he was in the 18th century. And, you know, he did he did an episode with boiled trout. I would never eat <laughs> boiled trout. It sounds horrible, but it's an eight minute video and I've got time to waste. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ha- have you gotten into Ozark? You know, what's funny about that is my wife about three weeks ago said to me, <clears throat> excuse me. She said to me, do you mind if I watch Ozark without you? Or do you want to watch it with me? And I said, look, you're home all the time. I was interested in it. I said, you go ahead and watch it. Don't, don't worry about me. So, She's she's on the whatever season it's on now, the, the newest season. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the room a bit when she's watching it. And I'm paying attention to it kind of out of the top of my eye and the side of my ear. And I'm kind of glad myself that I didn't wait because it just doesn't seem to really be pulling me in. But that could also 100, 100% be because I haven't watched it from the start and I'm watching right. bits and pieces of it. Um, so, yeah, I love Jason Bateman. Um, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's got an interesting, <clears throat> you know, kind of crime thriller, you know, what's going on here aspect mm-hmm. to it. But, um, no, my wife is watching it and, uh, I've just seen bits and pieces. I just saw something, uh, but with the, the, the bad guys neutered a horse and it was a big deal, but I don't know what, what's happening. Cause I'm not watching the whole thing. Oh yeah. Cause I had watched the first season when it first came out. And then when that ended, you know, then they dropped the second one and I just, I was so bogged down with everything else going on. I never watched it. And then about a week to two weeks ago, I decided, you know, well, well, I know season three just came out. Let me catch up and try to get through this before I have to go back to work. Right. And I think it took me about three or four days to get through season two. And then I did season three in like two days. Just push right through. It was, it was just, yeah. And cause it just the, the dynamics of the characters, the character arc changes so much. Right. You know, especially the top three characters, you know, you got Jason Bateman, you have, uh, uh, Laura Linney. Uh, Laura Linney, and then the the blonde girl. Oh, who, the kind of younger Southern right. Girl. Who yeah. who is dead up from New York, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She puts on a good Ozark accent. You know. Yeah, but, my wife really loves it. She she, you know, there have been days where my wife is very iffy with TV, mm-hmm. and um, you know, whatever. She she doesn't care. She's pop culture. She's just like I don't really care, and um. She'll watch like three or four in a row, you know? Yeah. She'll ask me, do you want the TV now? I'm like, no, keep watching. I'll read. And usually she can watch one or two and be like, I'm done. Now she likes the show a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. And, <clears throat> excuse me, first season had uh, Asai Morales in it. Oh, I like too. him. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was good. But yeah, so that's one that we're watching. Uh, there's one on Hulu that Michelle got me into. And, you know, at first she came, she goes, I have the show. I want you to watch a little bit of it, but you may not be into it. You know, it might be a little 
girly or womany for you. And I'm like, eh, whatever. And it's on Hulu, uh, Little Fires Everywhere. I haven't heard of that. And, yeah, that's good. Um, what's his head is in it? Uh, uh, the one from Dawson's Creek. Uh, Vanderbeek? No, uh, Pacey. Joshua um, Jackson. Joshua, yeah, Joshua yeah. Jackson is in it. Um, uh, my coffee pot going. <laughs> um, yeah, he's in it. Um, Reese, was it Reese Witherspoon? Yes. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon is in it. I think. And they're, and they're I feel like I've seen way. maybe like an ad for it, but yeah. And th- that's a pretty good, you know. It starts off like her rich McMansion is up in flames, and then it goes back several months to kind of tell you the progression the story, the story. up until that point up i like when they point. do that yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it was it's good i mean there's not a character in there that's really likable per se everyone is wrong or oversteps bounds and doesn't communicate and it's like i really don't like a single person in this show yet i am joining to the story to see what happens yeah. Well, sometimes the story can overcome the fact that there's characters that you can't latch on to. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. the, like you know, I wasn't a huge Sopranos fan, but that show was giant. And think yeah. about it. There was nobody good on that show. Nope. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, you're 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 concerned with Tony. He's your focal point, but he's a murderer. <laughs> you know, he whether mm-hmm. he wants to do it anymore or not, he's a murderer. Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. You know, yeah. Walter White got to a point where. He was sympathetic to a point, and then once he wasn't anymore, he was a bad person. And right. you know, you you really okay. He's your main character, but now it's like ah, I can't root for him. Sons of Anarchy was very much like that. Sons mm-hmm. of Anarchy, especially the last like two years. If you, I don't know if you watched that, there was nobody on that show that you could feel for anymore. They were all bad people. But the right. the show was interesting enough to make you go, well, I want to see where this is going. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, that's what we've been doing, and so, all right, I think, John, I think we've covered our subject, I all think right, we're man. doing doing good, I appreciate you sitting down with me and talking. Any, anytime, you know, uh, and, you're, yeah. you've, you've always been good to me, and I, I consider you a friend, and, and now that we're doing more of this stuff, I want to get you on to do a show with us, so. Oh, great, that'd be awesome. Do me a favor. Can you let everybody know where they can find you and Pine of Comics and All the right. whole thing? So Pine of Comics is uh, three guys, myself, uh, Sir John, and the Manster. And uh, we cover pop culture weekly, um, two times a week if you want to consider the radio show as well. So uh, the podcast, I don't give a solid date. It comes out during the week at some point. Uh, I'm not one of these like every Tuesday. I can't do that. <laughs> so some point during the week, you'll have a podcast episode uh, where we talk about random stuff. We might talk about horror movies. We might talk about comic books. We might talk about top 10 lists, top five lists, whatever. Um, and then Sunday nights on WESUFM.org. Uh, you could use the TuneIn app and uh, find us. You could find us talking to people like, um, boy, we've had some good ones. Larry Kenny, the voice of uh, Lion-O. 
We've had Ron Garney, who's an artist from Marvel Comics. Um, Raymond Feist, who is a very, uh, very popular uh, fantasy author. Uh, that's the radio show. So two times a week, you can check out Pine of Comics. Uh, you can go to www.pineofcomics.com. Uh, our website is being worked on right now, so I will freely admit that it's not great. So don't go there looking for anything super. But I will point you towards our YouTube channel, We've been trying to put out more video content. Please find Pint O Comics on YouTube. Uh, click on the subscribe uh, button and then hit the little bell for notifications. Um, we're a little slow right now with videos with uh, Corona happening. We can't really collaborate a lot right now and get together and shoot stuff. But uh, but we've been doing pretty well otherwise with that stuff. So yeah, check us out. Pint of Comics uh, podcast weekly, Pint of Comics radio show, YouTube channel, and we're available on every, every podcatching app. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. We're on, um, uh, what's the other one? Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your pods. Great. And, oh, wow, yeah. Um, if you want, you're going to be on a, you're going to be guesting on a couple other shows, right? Yeah. Um, let me see. What do I have coming up? Uh, so another local to me podcast, uh, Andrew Morgan, uh, the Nomcast. Um, I've been on that a few times. He does Netflix original movies. Um, and we will be doing an episode about, uh, I'm going to forget the name of this movie, Chris Hemsworth action movie extract. Mm-hmm. I think that extract or extraction that comes out, uh, next week and then we'll be recording and then that'll be out in a couple weeks. Um, and I'm also doing, what was the other one I'm doing right now? Um, I did a video with Stu from Ghost of the Stratosphere, another comic mm-hmm. book podcast, uh, which is a we do a we do a series on our show called the Hundred Proof Book Project, where it's essentially we take a story arc or a trade paperback and we read it and discuss it on the audio podcast. Stu and I did an episode on video, and it's only going to be on YouTube, so there's no audio. You've got to go and watch that. If you don't want to look at me and Sue's faces for an hour, which I don't blame you, just put it on your TV and put your head down and read. It's just like hearing a Pine of Comics episode. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Joan, once again, thank you very much. I you appreciate know, thank you so it. much. Seriously, All thank right, you so brother. much for having me on. All right. And we will definitely get together again. All right, man. All right. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much. You can find us on apple spotify uh we have our youtube channel where we're doing supplemental material they will be coming out uh more often and will be better um uh we are on iHeartRadio now so that's very exciting go to our website gangalley.com and if you want to talk to me our uh creator of the website um he's looking to create more for people and if you get in touch with me or get in touch with him and we can get you a great discount on it so everybody thank you very much be decent to each other peace